0: Hi friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. Happy Monday. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs, and I'm really happy to be with you today. We've got a great show in store for you today. If you have a chance to do us a favor and rate and review the show, we appreciate it so much. It helps introduce the show to new friends, and we always want new friends around here, right? And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to take a moment and tell you about one of our incredible partners, BetterHelp. I think we all find ourselves in seasons when things just feel like too much. Can I get an amen? There are obstacles that we keep running into that interfere with our health or happiness or keep us from achieving our goals, and we just feel stuck. I know. I've been there. My counselor, along with wonderful friends, my church, and of course, the Lord, helped me to find the tools to get unstuck. If there's something keeping you from feeling like your healthiest self, BetterHelp is here to help you through it. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you up with a licensed professional therapist who you can connect with in a safe and private online environment. You can start communicating with them quickly and send them a message anytime. They'll respond to you in a timely manner and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. This is not self-help and it's not a crisis line. This is professional counseling. And because of their commitment to facilitating great therapeutic matches, they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. I think that's really important. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional counseling, and they have licensed professional counselors who specialize in a variety of disciplines, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, and more. That means that the right counselor is there to help you with what you're dealing with. I want you to start living a healthier life today. As one of my friends, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com slash That Sounds Fun. Join over a million people and a lot of our That Sounds Fun friends who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash That Sounds Fun. And now for our conversation with today's guest, it is my buddy, Tim Tebow. You may remember he was on episode 112 with Max Licato, and he is... Is back today so far. And I think I'm sticking with this. He's the only Florida Gator that's going to be on this show. I'm just saying to you guys, I don't know how to have more Florida Gators on here. <laughs> Lizard Tim's new book, Bronco and Friends, A Party to Remember, will be featured tonight on Mini BFF Book Club. So you can tune into that on my Instagram at 6 p.m. And yes, Tim will jump in and join us. You know him. You love him. He's a great author of dear friend, such a fun person to chat with, talks sports, talks about Jesus. He's awesome. So I think you're going to love this conversation with our friend, Tim Tebow. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for doing this today.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. I love it. Thanks for your heart and all you do. Oh, so I've enjoyed everything. I've talked with you.
0: Mutual. I mean, I when I saw you last, about a year ago, we were here in Nashville for a thing with our yep. buddy Tornwells. Yes. Will you tell me about the song y'all just released that it, I saw it, both oh, of right. you are talking about it. It's his song, but it's helping your nonprofit. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So it was, um, gosh, let's see, maybe four-ish months ago he called me and um, God just been pricking his heart um, with all of the the those that are getting trafficked around the world yeah. and we've been putting a lot of stuff out. And so he'd been seeing it on our website and social media and he'd been impacted. And so he just said, Hey man, I want to be involved. What can I do? And I said, you know what, what if you use your God given ability to write a song? Cause we need an army of people. It's just too big of an evil to fight by ourselves. We need an army of, of believers of people that believe in the truth and believe that every life matters and believe that we need to fight for it and stand up for it. And we need to rally people to the cause and he said, I, "I mean, literally, instantly, I got it. Let's go." Really? And so then we we planned the the writing session. He said, "Okay." He, he got in his his couple of writers with him, and he said, "All right, now you, you know, tell us everything." And so I just sat down. And I told him everything, and a lot of our phrases and our usage and stories. And and then uh, we talked later that night after they had worked on it for a few hours. And they already had a bunch, and I shared again my heart, and then they rallied and. And and finish the song, and they literally did it in one day, and I love it. It's called All God's Children. It's kind of a rallying song for um, hopefully people in this fight against um, those that are being trapped again their will, but also it's a fight that for every single life. Um, you know, one of my favorite lines in it is, "This is a rescue mission, a love that's without condition." You know, this is our fight till every life is set free, right? And why that became a phrase for us, rescue mission, is that's exactly what Jesus did for us. And that's exactly what we need to do for everyone, including those that are being trafficked, right? This is a rescue mission. And if you phrase it any other way, it just doesn't have the gravity that that does, in my opinion. And so I I love it. And I love that it's called All God's Children, you know, because that's how we need to act. And that's how we need to think. And that's how we need to fight. And that's how we need to live. And that's how we need to pray, that we are all God's children and, and we need to remember that, that there are a lot of his children that are in harm's way and we better go, you know, we better span the gap to them. They're not going to come to us. We got to go to them. Yeah. And hopefully this will be an inspiring song. And I think it has been, I think the reception from a lot of people has been incredible and it was so fun to really have him debut it um, for passion conference. Oh my gosh. That was, was so cool. Oh, I was going crazy. <laughs> and I was like, This is awesome. And, you know, Torin is just, first of all, Torin has an unbelievable heart and he has an unbelievable God-given ability to sing. And when you match those two up, I just think you have a really, really special person. And Torin is, and all all the proceeds are going to to rescue missions around the world, here in the States and around the world. And so... Um, yeah, we're just we're grateful.
0: I the thing that bothers me about Torrin is he's so talented and he's funny. It feels <laughs> unfair.
1: Andy's a Andy's a really good preacher too.
0: Right, right. He, he is. is he is so good. I mean, and he does the like he does the right pauses and the right dramatic moments and all the study behind it. It's it's infuriating that one man is all those things.
1: I love it, though. It's so <laughs> awesome. And I'll tell you what else I love is he's so humble. I know. And when you're around him, it's like, man, I just want I want more of that. And yes. um, he's incredible. I'm so grateful that he's a good friend.
0: He's one of the people that when you see him, this just became like a Torin podcast, fan, fan podcast. But <laughs> when you see him, he always asks you about you before you have a chance to ask him about him. And he then, does. I notice those it, people. It,
1: uh, and always say, hey, man, that's incredible. That's incredible. That's you're right. like, no, you're incredible. <laughs>
0: that's exactly Shut right. up, Dorian.
1: You're incredible.
0: <laughs> that's exactly right. Okay. The last time you were on the show, last year, year before, was before you were married. So congratulations.
1: True. Thank you. Teach I me
0: it. your ways. How do we do this? How do you find someone?
1: <laughs> How did y'all meet what, for real? Honestly, I I just think it was such a, a God thing. So, um, Demi had, um, a, a sister with, uh, special needs and she was invited to night to shine in South Africa oh, for sure. the first night to shine there. And so to make a long story short, that's how we got connected was through her. Uh, I say night to shine and she says her sister. Yeah, yeah So yeah. either way, that's how we got connected. <laughs> and then it started going from email to to texting to then a phone call where we talked for over two hours the first time we ever talked, and then we just never stopped talking.
0: Yeah, and
1: pretty in two weeks we get to celebrate our um one year anniversary. Yeah,
0: that's right. Okay, so yeah. talk to our friends that are listening that are single because I think they need to hear you say that you were on mission and God made it happen, right? Because it, I mean, if it happened at night to shine, you were just building the thing God's asked you to build.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, I, first of all, I think our God is a really big God and he can do whatever he wants. And, right. um, and we need to know that and trust that and believe it. And when you I believe when he puts, you know, people always ask me, you know, Timmy, how do I know what my purpose, my calling is? And I'm like, first of all, I don't know. But <laughs> it, ha, ha, have your eyes ever been open to a problem or has God ever pricked your heart for a need or a hurting person or a hurting group or something? Then maybe he's saying, hey, I want you to go minister there. I want you to go try that. I want you to go invest there, right? And then I think he opens your eyes a little bit more. My eyes were drastically open when I was 15. I met a boy with his feet on backwards in the jungles of the Philippines, and his village looked at him as cursed. And God pricked my heart and said, I want you to fight for people like this. And so um, ever since we've been trying to to fight for people um, like that boy, now there's a hospital there in the Philippines where, you know, every boy and girl that are like him get to come in there for free and get – operated on and loved on and cared for and the gospel shared with them and and there's night to shine that we're trying to have in every country around the world hopefully it will be one day to be able to celebrate every boy or girl that has been told that they're less than or they're insignificant because we don't believe that we believe that they were designed perfectly by a perfect creator um, who who didn't make a mistake or a flaw on them and we want to celebrate their worth their god-given inherent worth and value and so that was a God pricked moment for me, and and so we're just trying to to live out night to shine and and and, and grow it. And and Demi, yeah. whose heart was pricked um, because she had a sister that a lot of people looked down on that was um, had severe special needs and unfortunately passed away last year. Mm. And you know, it was like on the surface people would think, oh, y'all don't really have that much in common. You're from, you know. Um, you're from Florida. She's from South Africa, you know, different Southerns there. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, she, you're into sports. She's into pageants, you know. Um, your first language is like broken English and hers is Afrikaans, <laughs> you know, like, but honestly, none of that even mattered. And it still doesn't matter what, you know, our deepest, our deep, the deeper levels of loving people that have been thrown away, caring for them, having our heart prick for them, you know, like serving in our deeper purposes, that's where we aligned. And that's why it was easy to connect. Because how many times do you want to come home and you want to talk about a football game or a pageant, like she supports me and I support her, but she doesn't care if I talk you know, about what happened with the runner-up, or I don't care if she talks to me about the Florida-Georgia game. But it is cool that we get to serve in our deepest passions together, in our deepest, what we would say, maybe our deepest purpose is together. And I would say that's really special. And I think it was really cool that... That was kind of the connection point for us.
0: Yeah. How th- people ask this all the time, I'm sure. But for our friends that are dating, for our friends that are have met someone, was there a moment that you knew? Is there something or was it just this casual? First date. Bull. First date. I told her.
1: Tim, Tebow, I,
0: you're lying to I me.
1: told her on our first date, I said, I think I just had my last first date. Oh,
0: <laughs> my man, that's a <laughs> lie. Well done.
1: For, for real. I'm being that serious. <laughs> Uh, Well, we had, we had, we had emailed and texted and talked a lot before our first date. And, um,
0: did you go there? Did she come to America?
1: No, she, she was, she was living in New York city and I was playing, um, in, in New York minor league baseball. And so we were both, um, I was, we were on a, on a road trip and she was on a trip getting ready to leave for seven weeks to go from country to country as Miss Universe. And I was like, dang, Uh, She's going to go from country to country and like some prince is going to sweep her off her feet. I better ask this girl in a game, you know, like, let's go. And so I was like, I know you're 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 um, visiting not far from me. It was maybe an hour or something um, that she was going to be at an event where I was playing a game. And I was like, you know, any way that after this game we could meet, I'd love to take you to dinner, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she said, yes. And that was our first time getting a chance to actually go on a date and meet in person. And, um, it was awesome.
0: I mean, Tim, please tell me y'all are writing this book because the ways that God (laughs) aligned, I mean, you, both of y'all being an hour apart in New York, that is, what are the chances?
1: I know it was crazy. And I was playing, um, she was out of New York city and I was out of Binghamton, New York. And, and, you know, like it's crazy. And, um, and then to be able to, in between all of her countries, her seven countries, seven-a-week tour where she's going all around. And I was like, you better, Tim, you better go. You better, you know, this is where you need to act. This That's is how right. what <laughs> sees the to step in. Let's go.
0: That's right. You got to go. And so then y'all spent your first year of marriage in quarantine. I mean, like locked down. Yes, that's a real way yeah. to get to know somebody. I know people
1: are like, you know, what's it like being married in quarantine? I'm like, I don't know what it's like being married not in quarantine. <laughs> that's <laughs> so,
0: right. that's uh, right.
1: Actually, when when we were in um in our honey at our honeymoon, so there were some people at a restaurant we were at eating at, and they started arguing and. Um, anyways make a long story short they, story short they almost got in a fight blah 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 but we started like what what are they fighting about and uh i couldn't understand they were speaking in, in different language and um, uh, so then someone came over and interpreted and they were actually talking they were arguing uh, over this thing called the coronavirus oh and gosh. that's what they were arguing over oh and and literally had to get separated from fighting over this at our honeymoon and um and we were like, huh, wonder what that is. Like, what's the coronavirus? Yeah. And then we flew from our honeymoon um, to where we were at Night to Shine. And our first stop was, where was it? We were in Rome, then uh, no, Albania, Rome, Paris, then back to the States where we were visiting different Night to Shine spots. And um, and then right after that is when COVID hit. And, and you know, I was went to baseball, then came back. And so yeah. it was like a crazy whirlwind. But I'm so grateful we got... Night to shine in. We got our honeymoon in. We got the wedding in right before COVID. So
0: that was a blessing. So how long were you at baseball? Two weeks or three weeks?
1: No, like something. Yeah, two or two weeks ish, something like that. Yeah,
0: that is not long. Wild. And then do y'all? Is y'all's house in Florida? You don't have to tell us the address, but is that where y'all would live? Yeah, Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: yes yeah. yeah. We're based out of Florida and it's nice because this is where the foundation's based out of. and My, my parents are only 30 minutes away. And yeah. so it's, it's a blessing.
0: Yeah. And you can be outside a lot. I feel for the people who yes. were stuck inside so much up oh, up, yeah. up north compared to you and I. I mean, we were, I could go on a walk almost every day without like having to wear four coats.
1: Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Um, but hey, is this wrong that I'm Drinking out of a, like a, it's after Christmas and I'm drinking yeah. out of a Christmas mug.
0: I mean, I have I to, can do that, right? <laughs> You're allowed to be you around here, Tim Tebow, but <laughs> I judge you minorly for drinking out of a Christmas mug, but well done. I love
1: Christmas. So I celebrate it pretty much all year.
0: <laughs> do you? You love Christmas? Is that a thing?
1: I love Christmas.
0: I did not I love.
1: know this. I'm one of those Christmas people. Like When people say, oh, you have to have your lights down, you know, before New Year's, you gotta, you can't put your lights up. Till after Thanksgiving, <laughs> like I judge those people a little
0: yeah. bit. You're like, let me be me.
1: Yeah. So how yeah. early? Would you put we're close, lights? but we're not that close, right? <laughs> if you're going to judge me for putting my – we had our we came back from something uh, it was early November this year, and Demi surprised me by already having the tree up and some lights oh. because she knew knows how much I love Christmas, and I was it was the best. You're and like, can people, I marry hey, you? You to have your lights on speaking beginning of November. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? We, we can always celebrate Jesus' birth. Come That's on. right.
0: Is your tree still up?
1: It's not. But okay. it's only the only reason that it's not up is because we had to take it down because we were doing um, a Night to Shine virtual um, filming. So, oh, wow. we figured, yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, friends, taking a short break from this conversation to give a shout out to our amazing partners at Liquid IV. It cannot be overstated, my friends, that we here at Downs Books and That Sounds Fun Network love Liquid IV. We all frequent the shelf in the kitchen where our stock of liquid IV is kept. I'm particularly partial to the strawberry flavor. It kind of tastes like cotton candy. It's so good. You've heard me talk about their hydration mix before. And just a few days ago, if you watch my Insta stories, you got to see the actual tremendous effectiveness of their energy multiplier. I mean, I was getting... Things done, y'all. One stick is like drinking two cups of coffee, and it's an all natural alternative to processed energy drinks for a sustainable energy boost throughout the day. I am here to attest to this truth. Now, statistically speaking, half of you listening right now struggle with daily fatigue and deal with things like decreased focus and lack of motivation. That Liquid IV Energy Multiplier is your answer. I love that it not only tastes great, but provides sustained energy throughout the day so you don't crash mid-afternoon. I just have to be sure I use it in the morning to make sure I can wind down at a reasonable hour. Since it's all natural, it provides a healthier alternative to traditional energy drinks and coffee with no artificial flavors or preservatives. With Liquid IV's Cellular Transport Technology, that's CTT, you guys, the nutrients absorb quickly into your bloodstream, giving you a lasting energy energy boost fast. If you need a kickstart to power through your mornings, fuel long days at work, or provide a boost for those tough workouts, look no further. As if great tasting hydration and extra energy weren't enough, I love that Liquid IV is on a mission to positively change the world. They've donated over 10 million servings globally. And in response to COVID-19, over 4 million products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active U.S. military. Aren't they just the best? You guys, grab your Energy Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code that sounds fun at checkout. That's 25% off everything you order when you use the promo code that sounds fun at liquidiv.com. Start fueling your adventures and your everyday at liquidiv.com promo code that sounds fun. And now back to our conversation with Tim. Okay, so Night to Shine, how is it happening in 2021? What's the plan?
1: Oh, we've been working so hard to not cancel it, to still have it. We would never want to put anybody in jeopardy. And so we're having Night to Shine virtual. And for those that um, are willing to do it, we have a Night to Shine shine through. And so it's a drive-through where you still get a lot of the elements of driving on a red carpet, of having dance parties inside your car, of of still getting a bunch of gifts and celebrating and and there's a bunch of stuff on the shine through so it's still going to be that excitement it's you know red carpet paparazzi celebrating you still dress up yeah but you get to do it from your own car and um, and then you get to go home and have the virtual experience we're really excited our team has worked so hard on and um, I think it's going to be really exciting and is it as special as necessarily giving someone a hug and telling, you, telling them how much you love them and you know, their God-given worth? Um, maybe not, but I still feel like it's going to be really special because we have a lot of people that made very heartfelt videos. our team yeah. worked so hard to put it together and they're still the crowning and, and there's you know it's going to be very special. Well remind so. me the date. Uh, February 12th this year.
0: Okay. And if people don't know about Night to Shine and they want to get involved, where can they go? Night to shine.com?
1: Um, uh, no, TimTo Foundation.org. Great. Um, is easy. And okay. yeah, Night to Shine is just a worldwide prompt for people with special needs. We have it in all 50 states. And um, last year in 35 countries. This year we're still figuring out exactly how many countries. Um, you know, it's just been really cool. God's opened so many doors around the world to a lot of places that it's. You know, been harder to necessarily get that good news of the gospel in, but it's been so cool. He's opened so many doors for it, and we're so
0: excited. Man, in that kind of a thing, we saw in 2020. That's one of the blessings when I think about what went right in 2020. Is we sure got access via this kind of thing via social media, oh, yeah. podcasts, sermons online. So many more people interacted with our work because it wasn't in person because it came into their house.
1: Yeah, I think there was a there was a good side to it, and there was a bad side to it. The good side is that we, you know, I talked to so many of my friends that are pastors that had, you know, uh, a ten multiple, a fifteen multiple of people viewing their sermons. But then um, is there was the online sexual exploitation of children mm-hmm. that also skyrocketed around the world. And so I, you know, want to see it on both sides. Is we had a lot of good news going out, and there was also a lot of bad choices that were were coming in as well. And yeah. so, you know, there's still a huge fight on both sides. I loved it that there was a, an opportunity for, I mean, I, you, you talked to some of the pastors and there's 250,000 people that are watching their sermons and, you know, passion. There was hundreds of thousands of people watching passion conference all over the world. And that's just so incredible. But then also there are some people that use this access of what we're doing right now for bad as well. Yeah. And so... It just show, it just shows you that we always need to be aware of so many things can be used for good or can be used for bad. It's our choice, though. How are we going to use it?
0: That's right. It's a reminder that they, like on its own, social media is a tool. It is not right. good or bad on its own. It's a hammer bad bad. is a tool.
1: Yeah, that's it's right. how you it's use how it. we use it. Yes. It's how we use it. Right, yes. and we have that choice. You know, we have the choice to to use it for good, to use it as a blessing, to use it as sharing testimonies and tell God stories and exciting things. Or we can use it to, you know, be mean and bash people and bring people down, yeah. um, you know. And, and so I just I would encourage everybody that's listening is, you know, what, is we don't need to blame other things. We need to look at ourselves and say, you know what, I'm not going to do what everybody else is doing. What am I called to do? Mm-hmm. How is God calling me to use my talents, my abilities, my social media, my platforms, my podcast, my whatever. Right. It's our choices. And we got to take responsibility for our choices and what we're going to do with it.
0: Yes. Okay, Tim, let's go. You're right. I mean, could, <laughs> the thing I like to remind our friends listening is like, if you have one follower on Instagram, you're a leader.
1: You That's are, right.
0: we are all leading somebody. We all have followers. That's, That's right. what they are literally called on the internet. <laughs> That's
1: exactly right. But, it, but it, you know, what people will say is, you know, they'll say it all the time is I'm not a leader or I, you know, uh, I'm not a role model. Yes, you are but you are because there's probably someone that's watching you there it could be a family member it could be a friend it could be a co-worker it could be a classmate it could be a teammate whatever it is there's probably someone watching you and they're learning something from you they're they're influenced by you it might be in a good way it might be in a bad way and but but we are affecting other people's lives by our attitude our effort our focus our care our love our intensity um, our passion, all of those things are affecting the people around us because mm-hmm. a lot of them, those things I just mentioned, they're contagious. Mm-hmm. They really are. Mm-hmm. And we need to realize how contagious our actions are because uh, negativity is crazy contagious, but so is passion. Yeah. Guess what? When we put that passion in a good direction, it's, it's, it's hard not to be lured in by real passion. Yes,
0: yes. Yes. That's exactly. right. I mean, that if you and I on our social medias, if we just talk about reading the Bible, someone picks up the Bible. Probably, yeah. And I if, believe so. I do too. And, and all,
1: and also, if the if we share why, why because it, why the Bible meant something. Why when I read this did it mean so much to me? Why when I read this, what it, how what did I think? What did God? What did I feel? How did God impact my life? Right? When it becomes transparent and real, then I think they're going to pick it up even more. Right? Because dang, if they watch if they see Annie and she's wow that that those weren't just words to her but that was actually impactful to her and through her dang now i really want to pick it up
0: yeah that's right so how where do we start think about our friends who are listening who have 25 followers and that is that is double what jesus had as far as disciples yeah. by the way everyone so there's not a small number here but but where do we start how do we know what to share that will really impact do you, do we go based on what we're passionate about
1: well, that's a really deep, um, really deep um, conversation. I, sh- I I believe that first of all, let- let's get in the Word and let's try to get close. Just say, "Hey, God, I'm open. Please yeah. speak to me. I want to read your Word. I want to listen. I want to hear. I want to learn." And when then we get the r- the right opportunities, let's share what's on our heart, like you know, and and, and maybe you're not comfortable yet putting out a Bible verse, but maybe. You're, you can ask someone, hey, how can I pray for you? Maybe you can, you can start that way, start slow and get more and more comfortable, mm-hmm. right? So it's funny, we're talking about passion, right? And passion actually comes from a 12th century Latin word that actually means to suffer because passion, the word actually came from when Jesus went to the cross, mm-hmm. they came up with the word for the passion of the Christ. Wow. See, when he went to the cross, he was willing to suffer. And so when we talk about passion, we we don't really use it. We use it in the same terms as as motivation or hype or right. um, you know excitement. It's not even close. Passion is very different. Passion when you passion when you really understand it. What passion really means is I'm going to do something even if I'm going to suffer, oh, even wow. if I'm going, even if I'm going to get made fun of, even if I'm going to get persecuted, even um, if I might fail, I'm going to do it anyways. You see, Jesus was knew that there was going to be pain and persecution going to the cross. And he did it anyways. Mm-hmm. He did it. Any, are we willing to do something? So when I think when when I want to use the word passion is, is it's because I care so much about something. I care so much about God's word. I care so much about what his son did for me. I care so much about people that I want to do it, even if I'm going to suffer for it.
0: Do you feel like you've suffered for it? I feel like you have. Oh
1: no, not comp- you kidding me. I mean, no. you haven't
0: lost it. But Tim, people no. are really cruel to you. I feel it, like you've it, had moments of suffering. No, you wouldn't call it that.
1: I think it's also based on perspective, right? Okay. is you Can you have people say mean things? Of Of course, but suffering compared to whom? Mm-hmm. Not compared to what Jesus did, not compared to what the disciples went through, not compared to what um, I have missionary friends all over the world i have multiple missionary friends that have been put in jail put in prison you know it's what is real suffering like no is man are you kidding me we're so blessed like look at what we're doing right now we have the the freedom and the privilege to talk on a zoom about our faith and what's going on in our lives and and i just want to try to have that perspective this isn't real suffering is the question is annie is if i did have to be in a position where there will be would there, where there would be real suffering, would I still make the choice? Mm. Would I still take heart? Would I still take courage, yeah. right? Is, is that's what, you know, in John sixteen thirty three. when they're in the, the last supper in the upper room and Jesus says, um, uh, you know, for I tell you these things because in me, you have peace in the world, you have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world, you know? When you face real tribulation, are we still gonna remember to take heart mm-hmm. because He overcame the world? And, um, you know, the, the little things that maybe we've gone to, they're not big compared to what the disciples had to go through yeah. compared to, um, what Jesus went through. And I would never make a comparison because I've never re- had to really compare it to them. And, but if they ever came to that point, you know, would I be willing to take heart and remember he overcame the world? Yeah, That's the challenge.
0: That's beautiful to zoom out and have perspective on that with his toxic as people can be towards other humans, but also to zoom out and have perspective on the gifts God's given you, the place you have in the world, the impact you have. I mean, for all of us to get right perspective feels like what lined you up for doing what God's called you to do.
1: Yeah. And you know, Annie, you know, what's just, it's so hard is, you know, we think when we have people criticize us that it's the end of the world. And I'll tell you, man, my per, my personality and the way I was wired is I'm such a people pleaser. Uh-huh. I want to make you laugh and I want to have fun and I want to play games and I want to be sarcastic and all those things. And it was so hard for me, especially early on in college when I, I would start to get criticized and I would go to my dad and we'd be talking and I just be like, dad, but man, if they just knew me, if I could talk to them, they would like me, dad, yeah. you know? And then I realized, you know, not everybody is going to like you especially when you stand for something. Mm-hmm. And I was reading um, a book by Winston Churchill at a time in his life where nobody really liked him. The allies couldn't stand him because they thought he was going to lose the war and, and his enemies obviously hated him. So everybody pretty much hated Winston Churchill. And he, he wrote, if you have enemies, good. It means you stood for something at least once in your life. Wow. And you know what? So many times we're afraid to take a stand because people are going to be against us. And you know what? That does, you know, it does bring some fear sometimes. But you know what? I would encourage people to say, take a stand and be respected, than never take a stand and maybe be liked because it's really easy to hit a button and have people like you. It's a lot harder to have people respect you. And we live in a society where it's so easy to just want to have likes. But you know what? As fast as people like you, they'll also dislike you. Yes right? Yeah. But if someone, if, if you earn someone's respect, it's a lot harder to lose. Mm. And so I would encourage people is, you know what, like being liked is fine. It's not a bad thing. But let's try to let's try to earn people's respect wow. by how we treat them by how we live by how we love them by how we help them. That would be a, to me a, a deeper goal than just being liked. listen, I still want to be liked when I meet people, I want them to like me, I want them to think, Oh, wow, good job. <laughs> But you know what? I've tried to make the choice in my heart to choose. You know what? Rather w- Whether they like me or not, I hope I can try to earn their respect. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I hope I can try to earn it. And, and that would be a, a goal. And maybe it could be encouragement to someone listening to
0: this. That's, uh, me? I mean, if this thing, if no one ever heard this, I'm <laughs> so encouraged thinking thinking about my tendency to... it it is a people pleaser thing, but it's a, I don't want to be misunderstood. That's like the center of my fears of being public about things is I'm like, Mm -hmm. but they just don't understand where I'm coming from. And I can't express it. I've totally felt that.
1: I've totally felt that. That that you just think, Oh, if they just, if they just knew my heart with this, if they just genuinely would want to listen or like, you know, and it's, that, that happens all the time. But I also feel with that, Annie, is just I, sometimes I just got to give it to the Lord. Yeah. And say, you know what? Um, God, you got it. And yeah. you know my heart and just please take it. And you know what? I'm so grateful that he says you, we can cast our burdens upon him because right. he cares for us. Right. And you know what? That literally, like, we're tossing it to him. You take it. You take yeah. it. You got it. Yeah. And he takes it because he cares for us.
0: It and helps me I'm to so think grateful for that. also when I go, I'm going to stand up for this thing, or I'm going to stand besides Jesus, like an opi- a more of an opinion. Jesus is not an opinion. Yeah. And I go, even if I'm wrong, I'm handing this over to the Lord because yeah. I believe I'm doing the best I can do. I believe yeah. I'm doing the very best with what I know. And so you have to, some of that is letting go of that people pleasing to be brave enough to try. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: For sure. I, I think when, especially when, you know, someone like you, when you step out and you stand up and you share your opinions about a lot of things is is you have to be willing to do that. And I think the other way to do that is obviously you're giving your opinions because you believe in something, but then there's a way too of you know I speak so passionately and enthusiastically that it can also come across sometimes very as dogmatic, you know? Mm. And so then I also try to word it in a way of of, you know, listen like guys, I don't know everything. I don't have perfect theology. I don't make perfect choices. But this is something I feel in my heart. And so I want to share it with you passionately because I care about it passionately. And not a way as, hey, I know everything. I've done everything. I'm right. But I just care so much. I want to share that. Yes. And, and so there's a balance of, of maybe that can be received a little bit easier than if I come at it saying, hey, I know this. But, yeah. you know, I feel strongly about it. And so I want to share it with you. It's a little bit different of a mindset. And so I try to put myself into that mindset of not I'm right I, just, I but I do care a lot and I want to share because I care. I want to share this with you.
0: Yeah. Does that make brilliant. sense? Yes, totally. It's taking the position. It's humility. It's taking the position of a learner while also saying I'm learning, but I also have learned and both yeah. can be true.
1: Yeah. I think that's a, it's a great point though. As I do think, you know, so many, so it's so easy to get away from having the position of a learner, from having the mindset of a learner, like, Man, every day I want to be a learner. I want to grow. I want to adapt. Like that's one thing that I try to teach, you know, our teams that are foundation and our teams that I'm working with is guys, we always need to have the mindset that we learn, we grow, and we adapt every day. That means in God's word. That means with our, as, a, as a leader. That means with our teams, um, with the people that we're trying to help. We need, we need to be the ones that are learning, growing, and adapting. Mm-hmm. You always need to be willing to listen to wise counsel. Like Proverbs is Proverbs for a reason. And it says, he who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm, right? You need to have wise counsel. And it also says, in a multitude of counselors, there is wisdom, right? We need to have wise counsel. We need to listen. We need to learn. We need to grow. We need to adapt. We need to be willing to change. It doesn't mean that, oh, you were bad or or you were dumb or you weren't good then. No, it just means you're better now.
0: Yeah, that's right. There's nothing wrong
1: with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And we should want to be better tomorrow than we were today.
0: Yes, and it just—it is such a good reminder to people that you're allowed to know what you know today and still learn more tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But learning doesn't mean you didn't learn yesterday too. That's right. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to tell you about one of our incredible partners, Indeed. Hiring is one of those things you do not want to mess up. You need to hire great people if you want to take your entire business to the next level. With the stakes that high, there's only one choice, Indeed. Now, let me tell you why. If you're using anything other than Indeed for your hiring, it's very possible that you're wasting your time. You can hire great people faster with Indeed and only pay for results and get back time in your schedule. Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates with Indeed's Instant Match. They search through the millions of resumes in their database, something you and I do not have the time to do, to help show you great candidates instantly. That means you can do the part you really need to do, meetings and hiring great people faster. Unlike some hiring sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility, delivering a quality shortlist faster. With Indeed, there is no long-term contracts and you can pause your account at any time and you only pay for what you need. With Indeed's Instant Match, you can see a list of great candidates with zero weight. And Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, y'all. That's according to Talent Nest. Want your quality shortlist fast? You need Indeed. Right now, our listeners get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash This is Indeed's best offer available anywhere. Get a free $75 credit at indeed.com slash sounds fun. Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Offer valid through March 31st and terms and conditions apply. And now back to finish our conversation with Tim. Tim, one of the things I love about you is you have all these different audiences that adore you and listen to you. So you aren't just the football guy. You're not just the Christian preacher guy, and you're not just the baseball guy, but you're also now... Luckily for us, you're an author, but now you're also a kid's book author. (laughs) So now you're going to get to speak into all these kids' lives.
1: I know. I am so excited about it. I love it. I love it. I tell you what, I really had it on my heart for a long time to want to write a children's book. And I really think why it was because I remember when I was just a young boy Yeah. and my parents would sit beside me in the bed, and especially my mom, and she would read me stories and books before I'd go to sleep. Every now and then in the morning, but most of the time before I'd go to sleep. And I just remember the impact and the way it would, I would think about it and process it and learn and learn from the different Bible stories and and shoot and remember Green Eggs and Ham or Andrew Henry's Meadow or I'll Teach My Dog 100 Tricks or, you know, all those books. And I just thought, man, I I would love to write a a fun, good story, but where it also has some meaning and some purpose in and some value and worth, and man, if I could share anything with a young boy or girl, what would that be? And really what my heart's cry was is that I want them to know that they are valuable, that they were created on purpose, that they have significance, that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that they are unique, that they are special, that they are wonderful, that they are one of one. There is no number two, period. You are one of one. You are perfectly designed the way you are. And with your abilities or your disabilities, as some of our society would say, God can use that. Mm -hmm. And he made you that way for a reason. He did not make a mistake. I wanted them to understand their God-given worth and purpose. Because I feel when we understand that about our life, it changes our actions. It changes the trajectory of our life. Now I don't have to sit there and look in the mirror and say, dang, I I wish I looked this way. Or I wish I was taller. Or I wish I had this. Or I wish I had this. Because I can trust a perfect God that he created me perfectly. And if you wanted me taller, I would have been taller. (laughs) And if you wanted me shorter, I would have been shorter. But the the holy, righteous, just loving God loved me so much, he made me this way for a purpose. Mm -hmm. He made me exactly this way for his plan and his purpose that was perfectly done. There was no mistake. There was no like, oops, sorry, I messed up on that one. Never, that never happened. And it will never happen, right? And when we understand that about our lives, it's like, dang, not only does it change me on the inside, it also changes the way I view someone else. Yes. Because Amy, when, when I understand about my life and who I am and who and how it was created and what I was created to do, I also see you that way. Mm. I also so I can't yep. I can't realize that about myself and not realize it about you. Mm-hmm. Because when I Oh, wait a second. God created me this way. Dang. When I look at you, he created you that way. That means I can't look at someone else and judge. I can't look at someone else and say, less than I can't, because I'm not actually really judging that person. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm really judging God, God Yeah. because that person, that person had no choice in yeah. in their look. That person had no choice in their color. That person had no choice in their height. Mm-hmm. Only God did. Mm-hmm. And so that person had no choice in their abilities or their disabilities in their strengths or their weaknesses. Yeah. God did. Right. Yeah. So when I view someone else and I say, Oh, you know what, what you know, and, and make a, a choice or a judgment on them. What's foolish is to think that I'm actually doing it against them. I'm really doing it against God.
0: That's right.
1: And I think when we want to change the actions of some of society in, in the world who look down on certain groups of people is we got to start it from the inside. Yeah, we got to start it from the inside of understanding their own worth, how they were created. Because when they understand it, I believe it's going to change their actions on the outside.
0: And in that, what happens when we write kids' books is that we say it to the kids, but the parents are listening. The parents are the ones <laughs> That's reading. That's so true.
1: That's so true. So you're getting it two. Really you're killing true. two birds
0: with one stone when you write mm-hmm. a kids' book. So, <laughs> I so I hope
1: so. I love it.
0: And you did one of. So I don't know if you. Well, I think you do know this because the show comes out on the 25th of January and that, Mm -hmm. do you know this, that that night you're getting on an Instagram live with me? Have they told you Perfect.
1: that? Perfect. I can't <laughs> wait.
0: Let's, because let's... <laughs> what we do is we have a I during the pandemic, I started reading kids' books on Instagram on, at six o'clock at night just to help parents.
1: And I love
0: it. we do it every Monday night. So tonight on the twenty fifth, I'm gonna read let's a go. party to remember and you're gonna jump on and say <laughs> hi to the kids. Tim, I, I need you to know it like started with like I texted my friends and said I was going to do it. And now we have tens of thousands of kids we get to read to every Monday night. It is.
1: And I love how you, how you've used and created your platform. It's, it's really cool. I just love,
0: I mean, I used to, I don't know if you know this about me, but I used to teach elementary school. That's why I studied at Georgia. And so it has felt like such a gift. No, No
1: one's perfect.
0: Right. (laughs) You already dropped Georgia, Florida. Listen, I know, I know, we know who we are. And I used to be able to read books out loud to my classes. And then when I switched to this career, I kind of went, oh, I'm sad that that part of my job's gone. And then because of the pandemic, the Lord has multiplied. I mean, I read to 20 kids and now you and I will read to 20,000. You know, uh, I mean, it is it's Annie. incredible. It's so sweet. And one of the it things is. I was going to tell you that I know are mini BFFs. It's called the mini BFF Book Club. And one thing I know they love is animals. And so oh, you yeah. have done a home run by taking this book and telling these really important um, thoughts about how to love other people well, but you've used all animals,
1: yeah. And That's it was brilliant. important to me because, first of all, it's hard not to love animals, especially. Right. Um, when they're led by an amazing dog. Um,
0: <laughs> right? It's, it's like, how
1: do you not love dogs? I don't get that. Right. But um, it, it's also, it's fun to tell it in a story way um, and where everybody feels apart. And I really wanted with Bronco and friends to to tell a story um, where everybody was also on the same team.
0: Yeah. Because it.
1: It's so easy to think that we're on opposite teams, but we're really not.
0: Yeah, we're all on,
1: we're on one team. Yeah, we're called to be on one team, and we're called to fight for each other. And this this story of Bronco and friends is so fun to see how they work together to make each other better, to where they all accomplish their goal. And uh, I really believe that's 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 what we're called to do in life yeah. is you know what? We find our purpose when I help you find yours. Right. And, and I am more fulfilled when I help you, Mm -hmm. um, get to the next place you want to go. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I feel like it's, it's a concept that, you know, children can understand, but it's also a concept that we need to choose as adults need to choose to live by.
0: Yes. Yes. And I, I also love that Bronco has glasses (laughs) <laughs> That's so great. A dog with glasses is perfect, Tim. <laughs> but you know what I notice a lot on Mini BFF Book Club is we will, there will be one animal or one kid in a wheelchair on a page, and suddenly the comments will blow up. My brother's in a wheelchair. I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah. I have glasses. My skin's that color. I mean, when kids see in books things that remind them of themselves or people they love, it matters so much. So thank you for giving Bronco what? glasses
1: well, that was that was very specifically done of um, every single one of the main characters had abilities and disabilities, oh, just like yeah. I believe every just like I believe we all do in life. Yeah. And um, as you look through the book, you'll see um, several different wheelchairs or crutches yeah. and and also how people get made fun of um, for some of them. But I believe that that with our abilities or our disabilities, our strengths or our weaknesses that, that God gave those to us for a reason and a purpose. Yeah. And I believe when we give those back to him, that we'll, he'll use it in our lives and through our lives. Yeah. And while the world might view it as a disability, I think that God created us in a way that he can use that. Yes. And hopefully there, there will be kids that um, might've been told that this is a disability, but that mm-hmm. hopefully they'll be encouraged in this book that, wow, you know what? No, God gave me this on purpose and I'm going to use it. And it's oh, be I can't awesome. wait.
0: We're going to share it tonight on mini BFF book club at six o'clock. So everybody can come hear us read it. If y'all are listening to this after Monday night, you can always go in my IGTV and find Tim and I reading Bronco and friends, a party to remember. Okay, Tim, I know you've got Levi Lesko up after this, so I don't want to <laughs> make you too late, but there are two final questions. One, is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to make sure we cover? I don't care.
1: I'm I'm great <laughs> with it. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so much fun.
0: It's so it fun. Went by like it. this, I know. And we won't argue about Georgia, Florida this time. So this time, next everyone time knows we will. where we've come from. They know who next we are. Time. And you're That's you're the exactly only right. Gator I've ever allowed on here. So uh, <laughs> the final question we always ask. You gave us this one last time too. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Tell me what you're doing for fun.
1: Well, this will air the 25th, but I'll be at the national championship working for that oh, college football this yeah. weekend. That'll be fun on um, awesome. the 20th me and Demi get to celebrate our one year anniversary yeah. that'll be fun so we got a lot of, and then just in a couple of weeks we will have night to shine so that will be totally fun
0: yes so, man that national championship so do you want to make a prediction
1: um I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Bama yeah in the very close very close I think Ohio State's super competitive but it'll be
0: fun to watch either I don't care who you cheer for that's a fun game to watch they're both coming in game. hot
1: yeah, yeah. yes Very hot. Peaking at the right
0: time. Yeah, no kidding. Buddy, thanks for doing this. I'm really grateful for you. Oh, of course.
1: It was so much fun. Thank you. Yes. Couldn't be more fun.
0: Oh, friends. Don't you love him? What a great dude. Man, he is so smart. I just... I enjoy talking to him every time we get to do that. I'm so grateful. Hey, make sure you grab a copy of Bronco and Friends, A Party to Remember. And don't forget, join us for Mini BFF Book Club tonight at 6 p.m. Central. Tim will be joining us as well. Hey, and if you ever want to see the whole list of the books that we read on Monday nights to our Mini BFFs, Just go to AnnieFDowns.com and click on the Mini BFF Book Club tab and you'll see the whole list there. Also, be sure you're following Tim. Tell him thanks for being on the show today. He has a couple of other books he's written that I think you might love reading as well. So check all those out. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I'm Annie F Downs, TSF, like that sounds fun, on YouTube. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Well, except don't forget that the bonus free audiobook that you can redeem if you pre order That Sounds Fun, the book expires a week from today on February 1. That will be the last day you get that free audiobook. So check out ThatSoundsFunBook.com for all the details. Now, that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home, do something that sounds fun to you, and I'll do the same. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here on Thursday with Jamar Tisby.